there, Alliance fans. Randy and Rich here. Finally. With the, uh, the M66 North Detroit Lions podcast this week. Had uh, a two-week hiatus there. Coming to you from the, uh, uh, the front desk here, or the nursing staff of the Charlevoix Hospital, giving the, the nurses uh, some coffee and donuts. Uh, and a heads up. And a little heads up that uh, Randy will be coming in for a little procedure on the knee. Uh, not an old football injury, but a torn meniscus nonetheless. It ain't no fun. It ain't no fun. But, hey, I get to go spend some time in the hospital. Whoopie-doo. Yeah. Yeah. Outpatient stuff. Yeah. Vindication for all the, the ouchie boo-boos you've had. Right. Last uh, few months here. So I'll be uh, having a little bit of downtime, get more into the, what's happening with the football stuff and not so much time out, outside. Oh, it's going to be during March Madness. You'll have all the, oh, the basketball the stuff. Bas- all the basketball. Day. Oh, happy day. I haven't, I haven't got into that in a long time. Yeah, well, now's your chance. Oh, football's good. <laughs> football, I'm good. I haven't, I haven't even watched a basketball game this year. Yeah, yeah, me either. Yeah, it's not, it's not my sport. I'm not into it. Yeah. I follow what the Pistons are doing a little bit here in Michigan State, of course, but anything else, now nah, I'm not really into it, you know? Yeah, fair weather friend yep. for me. Yeah. Exactly. I, I do a, a, a poll or a, a pool uh, for the March Madness with, like, God, there's probably 80, 80-some people in it. And uh, winner take all, uh, 10, 15, you can spend up to 20 for three. And, uh, yeah, it's a good haul if you win. I've been top 10 a couple times. It's fun. But, uh, yeah, we get to uh, have our own little selection show. Uh, coming up here, what's that, just after your birthday. Uh, oh, the selection April. meeting, yes. The selection the, meeting. The draft, uh, a.k.a. the draft. Yes, yes. That's, uh, that's actually just a little before my birthday. Birthday's on the 30th. The, oh. it, the last day of the draft is the 29th. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So, go. yeah, usually... They it's, overlap. It's a birthday party backslash draft party or draft party backslash birthday party, however you want to put it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And next year, it'll be in Detroit. That's uh, something to look forward to. Let's sure. all roads go through Detroit. Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. Having the 32nd pick <laughs> that year. Uh, so, uh, what do you want? What do you want to do this week, Randy? Uh, you want to do Senior Bowl stuff? We had the Senior Bowl. Well, you, I got. I think you fell asleep. I did. I, yeah, I, I had the game on and everything, and I sit there. Okay, yeah, this is good. And next thing I know. I, the game is over, and like you know, every light in the house is on, and it's like this news, <laughs> you know, like fires out. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> all right. So uh, nice, yeah. So yeah, it really wasn't that exciting, you know. It, it, but you you would hope to to see a couple players stand out, and I know there was a few. Uh, nothing. Uh, nothing crazy. I don't know. I got a few names here and there. Maybe we'll, we'll get to them. There's um, that. What? You got the draft. Um, well, well, after that. I tell you, the, the thing was with the Senior Bowl this year was it just, just wasn't... I, I don't know if if it wasn't appealing to me or if it just the fact that the Lions weren't coaching in it. Right. And, you know, really, that's that's one of the beefs I had with... with we did have a Bowl. coach work 
Right. But he was a cornerback coach. Yeah, Sean Dion Hamilton's going to be hired as an assistant linebackers coach for the Detroit Lions. He was the cornerbacks coach for the for the Senior Bowl. Yes, yeah. which, which is well. I mean, you know, you're, I think it showed. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately. not in his favor. You yeah. Know? Um, I, well, they're cross training. That's what all this is about. Yeah. You know? I think it's good for the coaches in that sense for their resume, but I think it was shit for the players. I think they would benefit from uh, a coaching staff, right? You know, a, on both sides of the ball, a team-oriented coaching staff, right? Uh, like they have in the past. I think there was no cohesiveness, you know, and it really was. I, I don't think it benefited the players. Well, maybe not, but sometimes you know you, you're going to have to, you know, find out what coaches can do, and I think that's a good way of doing it, and it's a good way to see what players can adapt to that kind of coaching style and what players can't. I mean, you know, because yeah. there's more than one coach out there, you know, and it's not just one cornerback coach. I think there was it kind of a... Yeah, it, just the whole learning on the job thing is kind of weird, you know. I mean, if, right, if, but like, I, like you said, uh, uh, our coach that went down there. Nick Sean Dion Hamilton. Thank you. If, if he was... A, had been the linebacker coach, maybe that would have made a little more sense. Well, see, that, you know, to me it makes sense because it makes sense to me to cross train like that because a lot of times in, in past defense, the linebackers and the cornerbacks have to kind of work together. You know, sure. the defensive backs to fall back into coverage and stuff, and they have to know, you know, where that, that, that uh, handoff, you know, where, where, where the linebacker actually can hand the the the, um, the the wide receiver off to the cornerback or to the safety. Yeah. So to me that to me that that's communication. You're learning the communication between the two departments. Yeah. So so yeah, it's infinitely good for the coach. I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. And and I, and I think you know if a player can't adapt to a coach like that, well, it doesn't mean that he can't necessarily adapt to anything. It's just that you know he might be a player that you know, just isn't as talented as the rest of them. That's all. I mean, you know, coaching, yeah. adapting your coaches is part of it, you know. Yeah. Is this kid coachable? You know, that comes in that department. Like, yeah, it'd, it'd be interesting to, to know how the coaching staff dealt with itself, you know, on the American and the national sides. And, uh, you know, who I didn't really hear much about how they interacted and, Right, which isn't really a story, I guess you know, <laughs> to to talk about during the broadcast, right? Uh, so, what, what were the duties of the coach, and and how did that? How did you did you have to teach this linebacker coach how to be a cornerback coach, or did he get that on his own? You know. Well, no, I, I think it's all the, everything's all schemed out. I don't think the any side's playbook is any different than the other side, you know. Yeah, they, and, they don't have blitzes. Right, you can't blitz, can't yeah, do this, can't this do that. But I, I think the, the the playbooks are similar, and they're they're probably in pro set stuff, you know. Yeah. That uh, that they're going to learn here in the next couple of years if their career hangs on the NFL, you know. Yeah. So you know, yeah, this is just probably just the very beginning, minute stuff that the NFL carries that to see, you know, which of these kids catch on to this stuff the quickest and. And which one's going to take a little more time, right. you know, a.k.a. developmental players? Well, it, it, they do say that, I've heard it in a couple different 
places that it's not necessarily, you know, a great draft, right? You put air quotes around that kind of thing. We're, and, and to some extent, that's probably true. There, there's a lot less players. Depends on what you're drafting, I guess. And, you and, know? Right. And, and you could also probably say it's not a flashy draft, right, because it's not a good draft and wide receiver. Right. You know, per se. And No, that was last year's draft. No, that was a good year. That was a good year. Yes. Yeah, last and year's now, draft was a good which, year you know, for maybe, wide receivers. Yeah, so maybe. This year is cornerbacks. Right. And, cornerbacks and, and running backs, from what I understand. And so you could say Brad Holmes was looking ahead saying, well, we need a, we're going to need a wide receiver. We better get him now. They very well could be. Because there's no one in 23. Well, well that, yeah, but the thing, if you start winning ball games, then down the line, then, you know, the first round draft picks, you're going to be a little bit closer to 31, 32, rather than number one, two, and three, or yeah. six, like this year, you know? Yeah. But that wasn't because of the Lions, that was because of the Rams, you it know? Was, it was. Yeah, it, see, we're already at 18 after two years, you know? So. Yeah, nowhere knew, but going up from here. Who knew this year the Rams would be at six? You know? Right, but it was the perfect scenario. Yeah, know? so so the only thing that we can do to get a high draft pick for next year in the first round would be trade somebody like Swift or or see what you can get for Akuda if you can yeah. get that much. I mean, you're not. I mean, the only way you could yeah, do it not, is to give them both away. You know, I was yeah, you have to yeah or get, you know? or Swift and a bunch of picks. Well, or, well, yeah, or a but, couple picks. Well, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, if you want to, but 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 Akuda was number three overall in the first round. He was. Yeah, yeah, Swift was a second round pick. But that's that's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, he's great trade bait. Well, if he's so great, you just keep him. You know, that, that, well, the, the two arguments, right? <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, they're not. I see. I I just look at Swift and I go, you know, this kid at one point in time averaged. What, nine yards of carry? Was it for just one game or was it for a couple of games? I mean, he had an yeah, average. He started off. He had of an average of over nine yards of carry. Yeah. And that's huge. I mean, he was running his butt off. But then he got hurt, you know, and then, and then, and the then he kept going downhill and downhill, you know, but then he got back up to seven yards and then. You know, well, it's, anything over four is great. You know, four and a half, actually. Right, you know, whatever. But, but, but it's like I almost wonder if this is why Deuce Staley left because because no. Swift just was not the guy that he wanted. You know, that's unfair. Taking the easy out, going out of bounds instead of cutting it back inside and getting another ten yards. You know that that's no. that's not that's Deuce football. You know, and Deuce, I know I'm not saying that. That's they, that's the reason Deuce left is because he can't stand Swift. No, that's no. not true at all. <laughs> you know, but I'm just saying is is you almost gotta wonder if if you want to go someplace else where you got a running back that does what you tell him to do. You yeah. know, yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it's obviously after the injury to the shoulder, he was in his head. Coming back in and right. using that shoulder to lead. Well, and, I would think that if you're going to trade him, this would be the year to do it because after this year, you're not going to have control on him. Well, that's that's where you just comes you free use agent. him while he's cheap. You let him go and you get a comp pick. Yeah. Uh, well, I get it. You know, I, I, I same with Akuda. You know? Right, but if you know, if you did draft somebody, you'd have the draft pick. You'd have you'd have uh, Jamal, and you'd have Swift, and, and then and a draft pick. And, well, yeah, but I think they, I don't know if Jackson's coming back or not. No. Probably not, but, you know, if not, they got they got the other Jackson or Justin. 
or the other, you know, the the draft pick, Jefferson. Jefferson. Right. Jefferson. Yeah, and Jefferson still could be a. a Craig Reynolds is, is Craig Reynolds is still on the team. He's on IR. He he went on IR. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So you know, I mean, there's going to be a lot of running back, you know, stuff. But I don't. Yeah, and that that's one of the <laughs> the the things to. Like I, I've mentioned, um, taking a running back at at eighteen, right? The uh, yeah, I don't think you need to wait to. To get, you, you don't have to do it I there, don't, right? I think because it, if if you do it there, it's you're it's a it's a massive upgrade to well, to something that uh, well, it doesn't even have to be a massive upgrade, really. You know, it's to something to where you can get something that you don't have, right? Right, uh, you right. Know, you know, what you're weighing it against. There isn't very many running backs that are going to go in the first round this year. No, no. The the the. Uh, the the strength of this draft as far as running back goes is like second and third and fourth round, you know? And uh Yeah. Bijan Robinson, you know, is I mean I like Zach Charbonnet. <laughs> I do. Yeah, and I like Tajay Spears and from the senior bowl. He, he was he was but that was another thing where he he didn't really shine in the in the game so much as as he did in the practices. And and another thing that I hated about the Senior Bowl this year was the coverage. You had to have NFL Plus oh. in order to see the practices. Um, or ESPN. Maybe it was on ESPN. Yeah, I don't, I don't no. have ESPN right now uh, anymore. I'm stuck with the NFL Network. But they didn't do hardly anything yeah. in the practices. And, and that was upsetting. Yeah, Zach Charbonnet is out of UCLA, 6'1", Yeah, uh, former Michigan former player. Former Michigan player, yes, absolutely. And then uh, this, this this is from your guys there uh, from the Stock Exchange. Ah, the NFL Stock Exchange. Yeah, yeah they, they, they ranked them like... Said, like yeah. Uh, Tank Bigsby, another guy who's really, really fast, six foot two fifteen. You know, that's... that's that's good size, especially if he's that yeah. really fast, you know. Yeah, there's there's two guys named Tank in this draft. Which oh, really? Pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, the other one's a wide receiver. Uh, there's a uh, Rayshon Rayshon Johnson from Texas. Yeah, he was the backup to Bijan. Was he? Yeah. I got. I don't have a weight on him. I got him at six a two. Pass blocker. I got him at six two. That's a little tall for a running back. Yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't obviously didn't get a whole lot of work because he was you know behind Bijan, but uh, but he did a lot of pass blocking, came, came in on third downs and things like that. Right, uh, yeah. Him for a while, and uh, yeah. um, there's a there's another kid from Georgia, uh, Kenny McIntosh. He was their guy that had good hands out of the backfield. Todd likes that guy, right? What's that? Our buddy Todd likes that guy. Ah, yeah, yes. could very well be, but yep. he's not projected for till the third round, so. Right, yeah. So, you know, then that's right where I, I'm thinking that's where he'd be a good spot to go, you yeah. know? Tajay Spears is second rounder. Um, you know, I'd say I mean, Zach Charbonnet is probably a late second rounder, too. Um, probably probably get him with the second pick in the, in the, in the second round. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Jameer, Jameer Gibbs from Alabama is another, another one up there, but and that's a... a Top of the second round, right? Right. So, 
Yeah, there was another kid too, uh, Macintosh from Georgia. I don't have anything else on him, but he was just. Oh, that's that's the kid that that Todd wanted. You said Macintosh, right? Macintosh. Did yeah. You that oh, anywhere? oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia. Okay, yep, I got it. All right, yeah. I got it written down in two spots. That there you kind go. Of, yeah, so that's how many of your folks. My fucker up. It's not Sorry. consolidated yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's still early, you know, the, with the, uh, the combine. And yeah. That's, that's what I was trying to think of earlier is, you know, free agency, combine, draft, and how that all goes. And then the uh, fifth year, as far as uh, fifth year options have to be in by May 1st. Right. Right after the draft. Correct. So we'll know. Uh, about Okuda on May 1st at the latest. Oh, I think we all know about Okuda right <laughs> now at this point, know. though. I think we all know. They are not going to give that boy his but fifth year that option. Is, that is something, that's a card you hold in your back pocket during the draft. You don't want to deny his, his fifth year option before the draft because if you do that that is telling everyone you're drafting a corner in the first oh, round that could very well be so yeah. that could they might give him a fifth year just to put a smoke screen up around him no they just don't announce it until may 1st until after the draft they're going to keep us waiting i'm telling you yeah i know they, I, I don't i don't think he's getting it i really don't i'm just not going to no, put I agree. any I think everyone agrees. That's that is not a you know a bold statement per se, right? <laughs> it's just they're going to hold on to that card. Is all I'm saying. They're not telling us until they absolutely have to, which is smart. You shouldn't. You don't want to tell people what you're doing. No, not at all. But I I don't know if that would actually tell them. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's it's bulletin board it, material. If you don't give him, it doesn't say. necessarily mean they're not going to keep him another year. That's, you know, it just means right. that we're not giving him his fifth year. We're not going to give him $11.9 million versus $9 million hey, per after, year. After the Super Bowl in February, that's kind of stuff that they'll talk about for 15 minutes on the I, NFL right, Network. He, this year, he's making nine. If we give him that fifth year, it's all guaranteed, and it's 11 point something or something, 11.4, I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. So, all day. Yeah. Screw that. Um, how about we move on to, like, cornerbacks? Do you think they're going to yeah, take a cornerback? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I hope they take two. And, you know, and I've been saying that I was kind of thinking that maybe they would take them back-to-back, -back, you know, like in the second round or maybe I think that's with pick number eight, 18. One. What's that? Isn't that the, is that maybe too much draft capital to put into the DBs at Will you think Six about that 18? for a second? Think about that for a second in comparison to what we've had. Oh, I get it. I, okay. I mean, it's 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 well, understandable. I'm, but can you pay for it later? Well, that's what I'm getting at. I'm yeah. thinking. I'm thinking you're going to be bringing in somebody a, as a free agent as well. Okay. So, which makes sure. me think that you will probably take two cornerbacks in this draft, but you'll probably take one early, and then you'll probably take one a little later. Right. Okay, you know, look, look, look what they got with Joseph in the later rounds, you know. Yeah. Or even Rodriguez, <laughs> I mean, you know. That's, so it's the funny thing is you can make that argument with with everything, every position. You're right. Like, well, what the fuck? Right. Know, what the hell? You know. <laughs> but we, we don't need a first these, rounder. But just, no, but these positions are needed a lot more in on this defense than it is to get a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go there, but you know. <laughs> yeah. We're not. Doing no. it in the first round, we're not doing it in the first five picks. 
No, I was, I was leaving, cornerback. I was leaving that last pick in the third round there to uh, open until after the, the All-Star games. Mm-hmm. And I was not as impressed as I had hoped to be by those kids at the All-Star games. Um, I almost liked the... Uh, the Shrine Game quarterbacks better than the Senior Bowl right, quarterbacks, right. right? Yeah, see, I missed the Shrine Game stuff this year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, I'd still like to see one um, so we don't have to pay a free agent two years from now. Um, but, you know, it. I'm on board with getting a backup until they do, whether it's this year or next year. We'll see. Right, yeah, and I think, I, I think uh, that the... Uh, Free agents market with with backup quarterbacks, are you? I mean, you're gonna probably pay a couple million, but I think you can trust Brad Holmes to bring somebody in that's a little bit better than than David Blau or Tim freaking Boyle or yeah. the other guy we that they brought talk in. About it, but yeah. Steven Montez. <laughs> you know? Exactly. We only so, have one quarterback right now, so right, we gotta find two somehow. Right. Right. If they bring Tim Boyle if back, third, I, I'm just going to punt. Run. That's all. I'm just going right. to punt. And, that, and that's part of the problem is the, the farther you go down the, the list there. Uh, well, that would just let, if they did bring Tim Boyle back, that would tell you how much Brad Holm thinks they need a backup quarterback. And how bad the market is that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, man. We, we, uh, we wanted to, I wanted to bring this, this podcast from, from the corner. Because Rich and I got into a big battle before pounding the table and everything else, like over this damn quarterback stuff. I this is all I wanted. It was just to talk yeah. normally about. Well, we have to get all the bullshit out of our system exactly. first, especially when I don't think they're going to get a, take a quarter, a quarter, a QB <laughs> this year in the draft. I really don't. And uh, if they do, you know, why would you do it when we've got all this other all these other needs on defense and, and even little needs on offense, backup, backup stuff on offense too, you know? Yeah. It's just once you get down to the guys like Aiden O'Connell from, from Purdue, you're still looking at short guys that, that can throw. And you're, yeah, that, right. and, and you're just like, mm, that's, that's not, that's the not kind what of, you want. That's not right? the kind of quarterback that the Detroit Lions are, are built for. I mean, they need a guy that's a pocket passer, tall, six foot four, Maybe two fifteen plus two thirty because yeah. you know he ain't gonna run, so yeah. it doesn't have to run. Yeah. You know, he need to be able to have enough agility to escape their pocket if it collapses. But if you put all a first round pick in the, uh, again this year into that offensive that front guard spot on the right hand side, then you should have a top three, if not top, the, the top number one uh, defense offensive line in, in the league. You know. Right. And what quarterback is going to die behind the number one offensive line in the league? You right, know? and that that's another argument for drafting a quarterback and not spending money on a backup well, is the fact that it, going with uh, Osiris uh, Torrance from also in the Senior Bowl, right? Right, uh, you know. At 18, you do that at 18, then... No quarterback on this team should get hurt. It should have all day to pass, yeah. you know, and all that kind of thing. And you should be able to run the ball at will, uh, you know. Well, I think I think actually I think I think Cyrus will probably fall to the, to the beginning of the of the of the second round. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. Of, or he's a guard, you know. Yeah, he's a guard. Or a guy. If you take a guard tackle, whatever guard center at eighteen, and spend the capital on that, and put him in between Ragnow and Sewell, mm -hmm. and put a first, a high first round talent between those two guys. I mean, yeah, it, you should be able to put anyone back. Right. There, right. I mean, I I, I kind of almost right? think that that number eighteen spot was was made for a cornerback this year. I really kind of got that feeling. It, you know, I would really like to see an offensive lineman there, but then I start reading that these offensive linemen aren't really the top ones aren't really projected to go until until the second round. You know, well, it's weird. You know, it, the other the other thing with this track, like you say, it's quote unquote not great. Right. right. You know it. They say that there's, if you get to 15, 16, 17, and this is, you know, the scouts talking about uh, first round rated players. Right. You know, if you get 17 this year, that's about it. And But you still have 31 teams drafting in the first round. So you're going to have to draft second round players in the first. Mm -hmm. and, and so if there's only, you know, 15, 16, 17 players, 18, you're looking at a second-round player. Right. So, in theory, right? Well, yeah, everything's if, if in theory the first, at this point in the game. I mean, what's way freaking yeah. early, and Richard? And at 18, if it's the second defensive tackle taken, you're probably good with that. Well, right? yeah. Well, it depends on what we got with the first one. Well, I'm saying at that point it would be corner, right? Because right. Carter was already taken. And then there's no well, tackle taken until we go in. Unless there's, let, let's say what, that, that Will, uh, Will, Will Anderson. Anderson. I mean, you know, he is another Aiden Hutchinson. You know, do we need another edge guy in that plays inside like that? Uh, I mean, is he a, is he, he's a, he's a big dude, right? He's not, for a defensive end, he's big, right? He's like yeah, well, 270 sure, yeah. something or 280 something. I don't have his, I haven't dived in that deep yet to the, and yeah, and see, now, but, but, but the thing is, is like last year, you know, we, we not only did we get Hutchinson, but we got the, uh, Houston and, and the other one too there. Yeah. Uh, um, Paschal. Paschal. Yeah. You know? See, the, pro the problem with the 6 and 18 is at this point, you know, in if you look at things in the draft, they're both prime spots for edge players. Right. And and so you're going to have this debate where at six, you get three quarterbacks and two, you get Anderson and Carter and three quarterbacks. And then uh, Seattle at five probably goes defense. And, and what are we looking at? Well, you know? I tell so, you what, if, like you say, if there's going to, if there's what, you think three quarterbacks that are going to go inside the top 10? Uh, or the top five, I should say. Yeah, and I'm hoping for four because it's, that that helps the you, Lions. You think six. that's going to happen? I don't see how it can. So if that does Actually. happen, I don't see where where either Will, what's his name, Anderson, yep, or Jalen Carter, one of the two, should fall. Well, that's that's the thing, right? You still have Arizona and the Bears ahead of us. And so it'd be, it would be in some way where the Bears either take Carter at one or trade down to two or four, right? And still take Carter, and and like and then if it goes 
four quarter, two quarterbacks, uh, Carter and Anderson, a quarterback and a quarterback, you know, because someone traded up for to Seattle. Um, or you get three quarterbacks, you know, however it goes, you get three and two. All right. And... And then the fourth fits right there. Well, you somehow. see, sometimes I think but, number six is a funky place to pick. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. You know, it's... It, like it, I said, it really it, depends on free agency. Right. So I'm almost wondering if it wouldn't be good if Detroit just kind of traded back if Anderson or Carter did not fall to them. You move back and and and, and maybe take... Brise, you know, if if he falls that far, you know, yeah, and, and that's a real interesting story. That guy. Yeah. we talked a little bit it about is. it. I mean, they may be targeting him, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I know. is yeah. he a three tech or is he a five tech? Yeah, he's a three tech. A five yeah. tech, he, three he tech. Can, yeah, he can shade in, in inside, on, outside. Side. Yeah. Uh, so and Jalen Carter would be just our our, our yeah. defensive line would be so scary with him. It would be so scary, right? You know, and and I'm, I'm just kind of wondering where where the, where the line would be drawn in the difference between Jalen Carter and Will Anderson. You know, even even that's, though they, or the I, mean, Brise, I mean Brise, I mean Brise, I'm, I'm okay. sorry, Carter, yeah, Carter and Brise, well, yeah, that's, or or all three of them, yeah. You we'll know, Will Anderson, Carter, yeah. and Brise. We'll say, you know? stick with Anderson and Carter first. You're like, okay, uh, with that. Top pick, it's uh, you got, uh, or say number two, Houston it, that needs a quarterback, and four is the Colts, and they need a quarterback. One and three with the Bears in Arizona, they both need defensive line. And so, which one so, wants which more? Right, right? so Brise is when, probably the one that would then, fall to right, Detroit. And then when Chicago trades back, what does Arizona do? Do they take the tackle, or do they stick with the edge player first? And 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 so and then the Bears, how far do they trade back? They probably don't want to get out of beyond five, beyond four or five. I think they want to stay player, in front right? of Detroit, I do. Yeah, so do they end up taking Anderson if... Arizona takes Carter. I don't know. Does does Carter fall to the Bears still? I would think that Arizona would be looking for an offensive lineman more so than they would be a defensive lineman. Yeah, you know, but you'd think they were taking a quarterback too. But but they still they're stuck with the kid for four years. Well, yeah, they they're the ones. They that don't did have that. a coach yet because they're stuck with the kid for four years. <laughs> Right, but I mean, you know, but the thing is, though, is the kid needs an offensive line. That's always been the problem out there. Yeah, they need needs an offensive line. It, do they trade back to to get? I don't uh, know. Scrunchy. I mean, I, like you I know. said, you know, like I said earlier, like these offensive linemen are not projected to go until the second. You know, because that'd be a great thing for Arizona. Arizona trades back to Carolina or to Vegas, but Vegas might. Still get right. Rogers, so we, you know. But Carolina, yeah, if they can. Well, trade I don't know, to, you know, because who's way, who's, but, who's the big tackle there? That uh, what's his name? Well, Skronsky, but Skronsky. He's, not a, he's not a big tackle. That's the problem. He's thirty-two and a quarter inch arms. Right, but isn't he supposed to projected guard, to be the best center, tackle in the, in the league? The best in the, offensive lineman in the class. Oh, highest. Oh, over all the linemen. Yeah, he's just the best lineman. In the, that's what they're saying because somewhat because he's versatile. He could come in and play guard right away, maybe 
but like he's got the the alligator arm syndrome that everyone complains about, right? T right? Rex yeah. arms, yeah. yeah. But he's not six seven like uh, our defensive tackle was last year that had short arms, uh, or defensive end in Hutchinson, right? Um, switching sides. The one ball, trick pony, sorry. now you called him, I remember. <laughs> the one trick pony. Yeah, uh, and uh, no, yeah. he didn't get beat on every play. But the tackles in this class were kind of that way. Uh, the number one guy went back to school. So Skronsky's getting pushed up. Um, Dewan Jones, who was in the, at the Senior Bowl from Ohio State, he's getting pushed up now. Uh, so yeah, so there's a possibility that Arizona could be looking for that. You know, and, there's and always that. And what kind of offensive happen? weapons do they have? I mean, you know, it's like they give their quarterback that much money. You know, yeah. That's what. What else do they need? A wide receiver. I, I've, I've heard talk about them taking Bijan Robinson at three because they don't have a quarterback to start the season. They need to do something. They need to start. It's a new coach. You know, I don't know. You know, there's anything could happen. We yep. just don't yep. know. But yep. We look at it from a Lions perspective, right? You know, we don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, Bijan Robinson is—he's looked at as the offensive weapon of the draft, right? Right. So, but one mock draft has him going uh, to the Lions at eighteen. Then the next one has him going twenty-nine. Right. You know, so it. Other people say he won't get past Dallas because you know they. Uh, their guys in free agency and they're, they're still paying Zeke, well, but well, Zeke will take a pay cut. We uh, got our offensive trickery guy, you know, but I, I like the idea of Detroit taking a, a defensive guy that can play, you know, both inside, outside, and safety, you know. Yeah. Like, well, we haven't talked about Brian. Uh, 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 Brian uh, Burns, was it? No, what the heck? Oh. Uh, uh, Banks? No. Bank. Banks? No. Da, da, da. You just wrote it down. I don't have it written down. It's yeah. on my phone, though. I, uh, I'm not on the page I wrote it down on. You will be. Um, but, yeah, but he, a nickel safety, is that too rich to take at 18, you know? Um, Bank, yeah, Maryland, kid from Maryland. Yeah. I don't have a first name, but Banks, yeah. Yeah, Brian, Brian Banks. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it... And that's the that's the problem at eighteen, right? You know, you're looking at uh, they say take a running back at eighteen. Well, you know, you need a nickel safety. Brian Burns might be there, but right? Yeah, well, that's, that's too well, positionally too high as well. Well, it's still it would be an upgrade from Will Harris. I mean, Will would probably still hang with the team this year, but you still have right. somebody to take over it for him when his contract run out next year. Because yeah. Will's still under contract. He is, I believe. No, he's a free agent. No, he's a free he agent, is isn't he? Yeah, yeah he, he is. is. So, well, yeah, so, you know, hey, what do they do? They Do they sign him back? I mean, our friend Tom says that that he believes that they will. Yeah, I've, I've kind of thought that as well. Yeah, well, you know, he's, he's our... Even if you draft his replacement. <laughs> right, well, he is a, the defensive trickery guy. I mean, you know, it's the guy that... They can play in the slot and come up and play bump and run and fall back and play safety. You don't have to worry about an injury if you got him on as your backup. Because there's a lot of these defensive formations where you got you know like up to five safeties on the on the field, and uh, you know and I got you got to have got to be thinking that uh, Will Harris probably one of those safeties, and and drafting as you say Robinson this kid. 
Uh, from Maryland Banks. Banks. <laughs> at 18? Yeah. Brian Banks at eight, from Maryland. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if he's that trickery guy that's an upgrade from Will Harris, I'm all for it at 18, you know. Because yeah. I keep saying they're going to draft a cornerback or defensive back at, at either the second pick. I kind of want him to do it with both picks in the first round. Back to back, you know, starting, you know, yeah. you know, drafters starting cornerbacks back to back in the first round. That's going to cost way too much money. Yeah, it was. That's going to cost way too yeah. much money. Well, you can do it a year or two apart or whatever. Well, yeah, but, but yeah. after that fifth year, if they're doing really good to keep them that sixth year, you're going to have to really pay out for it. Yeah. You know? So we're so, also looking at that kind of thing. Right. Where, and that's why I always say, Draft your offensive and your defensive linemen in the first round. You know, yeah. you, that's where they need to be good. These guys will last 10 years in the league, you know. Yeah, and if, if the Lions were to end up with Skronsky, I mean, that that wouldn't be a bad thing either. That's, you know, adding, adding to your riches. Yeah, see, but I, I think Skronsky's a tackle, though, isn't he? And well, no, he, he could play, step in and play guard tomorrow. He could. Yeah, yeah. see, that, that would be yeah. good, you and know. Then, and then if, you know, down the line, he could play center. He could be your backup center, too. Well, see, that's what we yeah. need because I really don't think. Uh, it's just weird. Um, the other guy, um, or Brown. I don't think he's Evan coming Brown. back. I think Another he's going to. Yeah. yeah, I think he's going to get offered more money than what Detroit can. Can, he should get can offered do more money. Well, he's he should. been a starter yeah. for two years, right? And we can't afford to sign a starter. I don't know. It, so. it depends on who they release. That's why I, I, I think if you, you know, like we well, were talking about, you, you think that they're going to keep Vitae and you think that they're on. Another yeah. free agent problem we need to solve before right, we really talk Right, but it's almost ten draft. million on the cap if you save him, if you if you sure. let him go. That's nine over little nine nine point something. Yeah, and uh, but what, how much is a, a, a guard at eighteen? Guard tackle. Well, it's not going to be that much money. It's not going to no. It's not going to be that much at all. I actually have. Oh, uh, here. Oh, wait, don't don't don't. I'll don't, be all don't, right. Don't mess that up. I'm not. It'll be okay. Uh, let's see. If I got to go to my photos, and I can get us uh, the the price of last year's draft picks. Dun, dun, dun. Number eighteen was Traylon Burks for fifteen million dollars at eighteen. He's right, a wide receiver, and right. I busted that. A wide receiver, though. Yeah, but th that's how it goes. Thirteen was eighteen. Fourteen was seventeen. What was the what was the offensive lineman? Uh, Zion Johnson, right before him at seventeen, was sixteen million because he went higher in the draft. Well, yeah, before him, go. I mean, we're not gonna. I mean, we're. I'm just saying those are the numbers from last year for yeah, the, those picks, I, and the, you know, and it gets. Smaller as you go down, right? Yeah, but for how many years, Rich? That's for five years, four years. Uh, four years? That was last year. Right, right. But you, you're talking about $17 million over the course of four years. That's what was, What's that? Four Well, divided by 17 by no, four? That, that's a, a year. Not $17 million for a rookie. $17 million a year? How much did that's that's over the course of four years, Rich? Their contract in that fifth year is optional. Let me go back yeah, to that. That's that's <laughs> not per year. Dun, that, dun, dun. It, um, you're gonna you 
you're going to a starting wages for a wide receiver okay, in the yeah, NFL the, yeah, seventeen okay, it's million. The contract value, right? I'm thinking because Hutchinson was thirty nine, thirty nine million. So that's uh, eight million. Let me see. Yeah, either way, it's you not know. it's not seventeen million a year, Rich. It's seventeen million yeah, over okay, the course so of four years. Very good, very good, very you good. You know, and then your fifth year option is totally freaking guaranteed. Okay, but those are that's and that yeah. goes by the well, average the, still, you know, a couple million there. You know. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it doesn't break the bank. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It, first it, year is only like eleven, twelve million for your rookie class, right? Well, yeah, yeah. It, yeah that's what you figure. I mean, yeah. you know, it gets hit a little bit when you have two first round players. Well, it's going to get hit pretty good, tech because we got five row. players inside the top eighty-one. You know, yeah. so you get or two, two, two years in a row of two first round draft picks. That's four players. Pretty. Yeah, see, what we're not looking at how much money that they're going to spend this year. We're looking at is we're looking at how much money they're going to spend to keep the guy on his second contract. Right, and I that's get, that's get. that's where I that's where I'm going with this is yeah. you, you take a lineman in the in the first round, his second contract is going to be a whole lot cheaper, especially if he's successful. If he's successful, no matter how much you pay him, it's going to be a whole lot less than you pay a cornerback or a wide receiver or, yeah. you know, yeah, and that's that's could, where I'm getting I at. wish I could remember the, the name of the guy from the, the Colts, the offensive guard they drafted uh, four or five years ago in the top ten around yeah. six. Was it Jarrett or? The Notre Dame kid. Oh, but, uh, I, anyways. He was, he was a generational guard and, you know, to, to uh, I assume, uh, protect uh, the quarterback that we can never remember his name that uh, quit the game because he got injured so oh, much. Oh, Andrew Luck. Thank you, yeah, Andrew Luck. All right, you know, so he was supposed to protect him, and well, look what happened there. Yeah, well, so, yeah, it, it's, it, it's his crapshoot, you know. It and is. NFL has, you know, um, who was it, the old guy? <laughs> the Colts are just cursed more than the Lions well, are. I think, I think that we shook the curse off. It's not necessarily that. It's just, just how much the injury bug and, and how things go in the NFL. And, and the old guy there that drafted Brett Favre in Atlanta, uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, but he used to say uh, NFL stands for not for long. You know, it's like you're you're gonna come in here. You're either gonna do good, or you're not for long. You know, you're gonna be gone on injury yep. or whatever. Well, that was also know. his personality. I don't like you. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, it's like my my insurance guy. Um, he played uh, 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 baseball in in the, for the Padres. He was yes. in the farm leagues. You know, and I asked him once, "Well, what happened?" He says, "You just." Get hurt? He says you just had to end your career. He says nope, just wasn't good enough, <laughs> you know. So you know, and and, hey. and that's that's the way it goes. And he wasn't there. He was there, but not for long, you know. Yeah. And that's the way a lot of these, you know. I, I, and that's why I, I give Brad Holmes a bunch of kudos for going through all these undrafted free agents, going through all these guys that you know been bouncing around the league from team to team to team, bringing them in here and having success with them. Guys like John Kaminsky, you know, came in and now he's looking at a second contract. You know, I, we gave him a one-year contract last year. I, 
I mean, I would give him a two-year this year. You know, they'd probably do the same thing with Bugs. Yeah. Isaiah Bugs, you know, give him a little raise, give him another year. Yeah. You know, why not? They yeah. they are producing and they're doing good, you yeah. know? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, unless you get stuck having to drive to defensive end. Right, well, you know, <laughs> but then you like, got... Shoot, I have then to upgrade you got, him. But you still got questions on your defensive line. Like, what are you going to do with Julian Acora? You know, right. he was a third-round draft pick. You know, do you keep him on his depth? You know, or do you, you know, do you... Do you Try to try to trade for him. I mean, you get the draft picks are where it's at. You know, we still got another two months to the draft. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I I think he's going to be looking possibly to trade guys if he can to get draft picks. We only got eight of them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't yeah. have a fourth rounder. Yeah. So you know, he might I be don't. might be looking to. You know, some of these guys that, they, they, you know, we, we talked about it before when Tom was here about how many uh, exclusive rights free agents Brad Holmes has on his list of guys, you know. The undrafted free agency brings him in as exclusive rights or are restricted, you know, and, and, and they pan out. And, and when it comes to, yeah. you know, these guys moving on, they, he's, he's got the right to say whether they can or not. You know, and and or or match what was offered, or you know whatever you know. So, and I think that's what where you you got to look at a guy like Tom Kennedy, has been an exclusive rights guy right from the start. You know, he I really don't believe he's going anywhere. I think he's going to be your number five guy this year yeah. if Cephas doesn't beat him out. Just yeah, it's just the money. If someone offers him money, yeah, he'll, uh, he he should be a starter somewhere. That's uh, you know. Well, he's in the rotation in Detroit. You know, it all depends on his situation. You know, if he wants to be a starter someplace else, then more than likely he'll go someplace else. But right now, Detroit's one of the hottest teams going. They're going to be winning a Super Bowl here yeah, in the next he, five years, yeah, you know? Yeah, but if so, he's on the practice squad, why, would, he, why would you? Yeah. Well, but, yeah, he's on the practice squad, but he still comes up and plays, you know? Yeah. Injuries happen. This year he's got a shot to possibly... Make being the number five guy, you know. If if yeah. they don't bring anybody else, but he could be a two or a three anywhere else. <laughs> Just about, but not a two. He's not an outside guy. But you know, no, he he's a, not. He's he a slot a guy, but he, he can play outside. Yeah. And there's a lot of teams that carry a backup slot guy. Lions don't. Mm. They just don't. You know, they they're starting to change things around with you know like uh, with JMO being so you know placeable here and there but right. well uh, they all are yeah you know basically except shark shark was really just outside right but but you know basically you know mon is your slot guy you know and, right. and raymond's your outside guy and dj on the other side you know yeah. that's a great three that's a great three I, I hope they can keep it well that's a that's going to be the question you know yes, if, it is if DJ comes back, then there won't be a number five spot for Tom to come up on. Right. You know, or Cephas, you know. Yeah. Uh, unless they keep six wide receivers, which I don't see at it's all. It's like Khalif Raymond had the only punt return in the NFC last year. So I don't see him getting rid of their there, punt no, Khalif's, returner. Khalif's still under you contract. Know? He's coming back. Khalif, sorry. Khalif, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, you know. He's, they call him Leaf. 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 Uh, he, he's going to be here four slash five you know if someone gets put in front of them 
Um, well, yeah, actually, you know, I think I think you got Khalif's your your oh, another your your Z receiver. I think you, you your ex guy is is uh, is. Um, yeah, I mean, really, it's going to be JMO, and then in your if if uh, you could take Chark's place if Chark goes if to Chark Houston. doesn't come back, it'll be JMO on the outside. It'll be probably Amon Ra in the slot, and it'll be Raymond on the on the other side. Yeah, and then it'll switch off with Raymond or uh, uh, Reynolds, and because uh, the money is and just whoever else the question, you know, and is JMO or uh, Chark going to get money in from Houston, you know, uh, say or I, if, New England. You know, honestly, they, if he goes anywhere, I think he does go back to Houston because that's think. their. D'Amico Ryan's is a really good coach, and uh, you know I I would I would think yeah, that. Uh, the, they would probably the, give him. Cooks Brandon Cooks the wide receiver they have that they owe like twenty million to or something. Oh, it's a mess. It's but a he, mess. But, but uh, I think I think they can cut him as a June first cut and only. Be out six or seven or something. Yeah, crazy. that would see now that wouldn't be say yeah. dead cap on six or seven on that that big of a contract. I, I, I would be do off that. on my numbers, but I think it, it is favorable in that way. But but that's mm -hmm. a tough thing to to manage between right. here and there. You got to stay under the cap until March first, and well, you know, and the teams in the league are over. <laughs> well, but this is another question too: is if if DJ Chark does not come back, you know, does does Detroit look for another? Guy in free agency, or do they just keep it in house between Tom and Cephas? You know, yeah, Cephas that's coming off an injury. And what, would, what would they do there? You know, I'd like to see Cephas make it. You know, because I think Trinity but. Benson is is also on that futures list. Oh yeah. Well, he was on the he was on the yeah, IR. Got, yeah, so was Cephas, you know, but yeah, yeah, ben, yeah, Benson. You know, they 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 got a a six round picked this year for Benson yet. Uh, so, we'll see. In that, in the Benson trade, he came with a sixth rounder, I, I believe. Right. how that was, right? I don't remember. Yeah, we, have, we have two six rounders. We have rounders. two six rounders. I think yeah. that's where it came from, it, was Benson. Yeah, we have a, we don't, we don't have a seventh rounder, though. Right. We just got a fifth and, a, and two six. Yeah. And, you know, talking about Capital for for next year. If, you, if they, I, I, it'd be awesome if they could get two first rounders somehow next year. And if it, yeah, if but they, that's not going to happen because I don't even think we can trade any players to get on our team to get a first they, you rounder. You rarely, rarely see players traded during the draft. It's all picks, right? Picks well, picks that's picks, true, right? but I'm just saying prior to the draft. Any of these guys could get get traded, but you're not going to get. Right, we got no, you're not no gonna first get a, round talent. You're not no. going to get a first rounder so for a Pluto or or Swift, and you'd you know? have to trade back in the draft, and and it would have to be significant. Um, you'd have to trade your number six back right. a bit for a first rounder. Um, you might if if eighteen could get a first rounder if it was a big leap, right? Right. Um, uh, and but also our, my thinking is our two six round picks can hopefully sweeten any sort of deal that we get. Just give them away because once you get past the fourth and fifth round in this draft, it, they might as well be undrafted players. And right, uh, because there's there's so few. I, I see. I don't. I haven't gotten that far in to make that judgment. I I can't say that the yeah. back end of this draft is I, shit. It's, you know, that's I the can't chatter, say, right? I can't it's, say that. I'm not gonna say that. Because I mean, you but know, it, it is somewhat positionally 
dependent. Right? right, but the thing is, though, is this is where Brad Holmes shines the most, is in the back half of the draft. You know, I mean, I don't, there's no GM in the history of Detroit Lions that, that is drafted as good as this and had so many hits in in a right. singular, in two drafts. I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah, you can only hope, project really at this point that it's going to keep going. Maybe, yeah. maybe you finally miss on two out of eight or whatever we've got this year. Um, but Yeah, I'd say I, I think he's going to get better at it this year. I think he's, I think they're all going to be good this year. I mean, how many went flat last year? Well, uh, m- mostly the undrafted free agents didn't really pan out. Yeah, it the the second, seventh round corner. Um, oh yeah, he left, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's on a practice squad somewhere. But um, you know that's fine. Um, yeah. We're we're and we're still. Pecking away at corner, right? Right. It's, we still having problems at cornerback. Yeah. Man, it's like, you know, because we both know Oria is not coming back. Right? Another you free know. agent, right? No. So. I, Mike Hughes probably won't be coming back either. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know. He was actually, you know, he a was curious good. thing from last year, right? We, the, when they signed him, his, I believe, from Kansas City, he, he had gone from outside to inside and, and got better, and when he came to the Lions, he ended up going inside to outside because well, yeah, he because was better at outside. Well, they benched Okuda and gave well, him, no, was, and gave him about, a start. Not the why, that, but the Hughes <laughs> was better in, outside than inside, which was different from his previous team, which gotcha. is, is curious. Well, yeah, it, but and so does that give them enough reason to keep him? Because they sort of kept him as, as or brought him in as a guy that could do both, you know, and as a guy that would play inside and be able to sub outside. We still are hurting inside, and we don't necessarily need Hughes outside. We needed him to be inside. I guess well, that's my point. I guess my point is, is I think he's going to be offered more money to go someplace else than Detroit wants to give him to stay. And and that's 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 why I don't know if he comes back or not, just because he could probably go someplace else yeah, and get a starting mean, if, job. If you're drafting two, that takes care of Amani and Mike, and you know you stick with Akuda, Harris, and Jacobs for a year, or you know as long as you can. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be that way. And a, and a free agent as well. You bring in a free yeah. agent, I think. That's what I think, and and then two in the draft, one yeah. early and one late. Yeah. And that gives you flexibility to, to get rid of a, a Harris or Jacob Okuda. I mean, I don't think they're getting rid of Jacobs necessarily. No, it's Harris. I think is probably the one that that I yeah. mean, if they sign him back, you know, what are they going to do? Are they going to give him a one year deal, or are they going to give him a two year deal? I don't have a clue. I I I, 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 I just kind of got the feeling that totally fifty fifty. They're gonna. That I just got the feeling that they're gonna hire him back because they like his gadgetry. Yeah, you know he can play. You know all then, over that freaking defensive backfield. I don't know if we field. mentioned that uh, the Brian Branch, that's his name, Brian Branch. Brian Branch. That's the safety that they could take at eighteen. Oh, not Banks. It right, was not Branch. Banks. Banks is a corner. Right. Um, Brian Branch is an upgrade from Harris. Right is the thinking there, and that's right. He's a safety, and that's he's, he's the guy that was projected safety. to go to Detroit at eighteen. Yeah, 
Yeah, at 106 foot, even 190 pounds or something like 198 or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, I think I found it on a, on a mine or something, but. Yeah, I don't think I have it written down. So, But yeah, you know. That's an idea. I yeah. mean, you know, I don't know if, they, like you say, if you're talking about the money again, you know, the safety's going to get more money than a, than a defensive lineman or an offensive lineman or, or anything like that. But, you know, if if you want a good offensive lineman you, or a good offensive line, you need to draft your offensive lineman in, in the first round. And uh, if you look at what Detroit has, the majority of that line, is first round stuff all the way across. Yeah. And that's where I think Brad Holm believes he sees it. And if he wants the protection of his quarterback to be, you know, maintained as to where you don't really have to give a shit about a backup quarterback, then I think they're gonna spend the money, you know, on that on that offensive line. Uh, it, it's the key to everything. It's, it's, one and, way to, it's one way to do it, that's well, for sure. Detroit Flam fans have waited a long freaking time for a guy who thinks like this and knows what he's doing when it comes to the draft. But uh, there's, he, there's that, really not much available in, uh, say, free agency offensive guard-wise. I mean, there's a few, but... You're not gonna. Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, unless they're just guys that you know that was, they like. But I, if, yeah. if they've been passed it's ranging over. from fourteen million to guaranteed to right. two and three quarter million. But guaranteed. we're we're in the third year of our rebuild, and then we're not looking for those kind of guys at this point in time. I wouldn't. Think, I mean, you already have one in Big V. You know, if you restructure them somehow. Yeah, and I don't think that's going to happen. I think they need that that ten million in the cap. That or that that. Well, like somewhere I said, between nine and ten mil. You would, it wouldn't be a ten million, you know, hit or whatever. You you just average them out differently. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I, and that's only fair for a guy that didn't play all year, right? You know, why why should he be held to a contract that uh, he hasn't been playing through? <laughs> You know, well, exactly. Yes, he's got say, two hey, years let's, left, let's, and I think if you get, if they cut him now, he's gonna, he's gonna benefit. Well, it's gonna be benefit them more for the having that money in their cap space rather than have having the they, alignment. What I'm saying is, if they restructure it completely and extend it because they think that he can play, <laughs> you know, they, they could make it affordable is all I'm saying. If they, they probably if, could, but you can do the, it a lot cheaper in the draft. And that's, that's where, and that's um, where Holmes keeps talking about. Yeah. Well, especially if it's a third rounder. Hey Rick. Hey Rick. Whoa. Oh, wow. Man, what do we got here? Beers. Beers. Beer. My favorite beer in the world right there. What beer is this? What is it? it? It's called Final Absolution. Final, Final Absolution. Absolution. So that is wow. That's that's that, hey, that's a good note to end what, on what there. What brewery? <laughs> what brewery? Uh, Dragon Mead. Dragon Mead. Okay. Woohoo! So, so this go. has been the M sixty six North Detroit Lions podcast. Randy and Rich, and now Rick. And now Rick. <laughs> hey <Yes>. everybody. So, <laughs> I'm just the guy with the beer. <laughs> just the guy with the beer. Bring your not. guitar. Bring your guitar. Mine? Why? You got. Uh, <laughs> you got always got to play mine. <laughs> You're never just a guy if you have beer. All right? So, until next week, watch for Dear One Pride. Go, Go Lions! Lions.